All right, man. One of the things I'm asked, I feel like now more than ever in my recruiting career is about the job market and what it is that we're seeing in the job market. You know, what's the trends? Are things going up? Are they going down? And so today we're going to kind of jump into some of the things that we use, my buddy Kevin and I, to answer questions like that. Some of it's anecdotal because we have a lot of insights owning a recruiting business. And a lot of it comes from the BLS and other data sources that the government provides us. Uh, so the first thing I'm going to get into is called JOLTS. It's the Job Openings and Labor Turnover Survey. So the job openings in April of 2022 is 9.6 million. Uh, the hiring percentage was four even, 4%, and separations were 3.8%. So it was a little, little too close uh, for comfort, 38 and 4%. Separations catching up with hires. Um, and if you're looking to compare that to something, you know, that jolts is a is a moment in time uh you have to monitor it constantly to understand trends and what direction things are going so if you want to capture this moment in time and say well what does this market look like tell me about something i would be familiar with you would want to look at q4 of 2019 or q1 of 2020 just pre-pandemic labor market really hot labor market uh we've come full circle to those numbers so those numbers are almost identical uh to what we saw during that time frame um, so just that's your spot in time just before the pandemic hit. Uh, and so why is monitoring jolts important over time? You know, you, you start to see trends, you know, are things heading up? Are they heading down? Are they stagnant? Um, so jolts is a really good place to go look and to get, uh, they make lots of charts that you can pull together, uh, on their website. Um, so that that's, uh, kind of the first place we go. And so now I'm going to kind of hand over to he Kevin. He's going to talk a little bit more about, uh, some of the other, uh, the topics that we look at. Yeah, no, I think the jolts is a, it's an incredible first look at what we're trying to do, especially when we're talking to businesses. But as we think about the overall health of the labor market, we know that 70% of the U.S. GDP is the consumer-driven market. It's what consumers are spending. So we're really thinking about the health of the American worker. And so when we look at jolts, we want to look at some underlying things like weekly jobless claims, the unemployment rate, average hourly work week uh, or average hourly wages, and the average work week and the labor force participation rate. So I'll just kind of hit some of the, the, the wave tops there on that. And some interesting things that we're looking at is uh, weekly jobless claims. The initial weekly jobless claims last week rose 22,000 up to 264,000. It was the highest rate we've seen since October of 2021. So we're starting to see some increases there that may kind of conflict with what we're seeing with the unemployment rate, particularly because that weekly jobless claims rate uh, breaks it out of initial and continuing and we're seeing some really ongoing raise in the continuing rate. Uh, it peaked in May of 2020, and we saw just a drastic decrease in them. Those are pandemic-related issues. But it has been increasing really over the course of this year, since the beginning of the year, but by about 170,000. So these continued claims that say, hey, I claimed last week, and I'm claiming again this week. And so we've got these new claims and these initial claims, and they're both moving in an upward trajectory, which doesn't really bode well for the American worker. And that kind of goes against what you're seeing with the unemployment rate, this headline U3 rate, which is 3.4%, which is going down. And you might say, well, how can the unemployment rate be going down while jobless claims are going up? And there's so many things that go around the unemployment rate that we want to think about. And we can probably talk about those things at another time. It's really complex. But those things are kind of at odds. And we want to pay attention to those things. But going back to the health of the American worker, one of the things that isn't really in jolts and isn't in the unemployment rate is the average work week and the average hourly wages. So how many hours are people working to get paid and what are they getting paid? And right now we're seeing that the average work week is about 34.4 hours. And when you go back over the history of this, this statistic, which has been tracked for, I mean, I think back into the 40s, 
that's pretty much in line with what the average work week is. That's what we would expect to see. And so people that are salary work that do 40 hours a week aren't going to expect to hear that. But most work isn't 40 hours salary work week. We're seeing about 34.4 hours a week. And that's pretty in line with our average. And when you move over to the average hourly earnings, so we want to know what are they making for what they're working? It's about 33 cents, $33.36 an hour. Uh, Pre-pandemic, going back to what you were talking about, Ben, it was $28.79 an hour. So we've seen about a 16% increase since that. But we all know what's happening inflation. We don't know if that's necessarily super healthy for the American worker, but it is still going up. And it's at a pretty good pace historically. And finally, we'll just touch on the labor force participation rate. When we think about that, it's who is participating in the workforce. So the unemployment rate, that 3.4%, doesn't count people who aren't participating in the workforce. They're not looking for work. They're not interested in work. They haven't looked for work in the last four weeks. And right now, we're sitting at about 62.6%. And over the history of that, I think it averages about 62.8% since the 1940s. So that's what we might expect to see that. And it's on the uptick. So people are coming into the workforce. They think they have opportunities. They want to work. And by the way, we want them to work. And we've added to that by about, you know, and it doesn't seem like a lot. It moved from about 62.4% to 62.6%. 0.2% doesn't sound like a lot. But when you think about the U.S. population, that's about a half a million people. And so we're adding to that. We're adding jobs. And so there's a lot of different conflicting information out there that you really want to take into consideration as you're looking at it. But most importantly, the last jobs report we saw out said we added 253,000 jobs here in the United States last month. And that's really positive. You wouldn't expect it with everything that's going on in the, in the economy. But on the back of that, we saw huge downward revisions to the previous month's projections for job additions. So who knows if it's really 253,000 or not? Yeah, I mean, downward revisions of, you know, a couple hundred thousand jobs in the first four months of the year. So, you know, if you look at just the preliminary reports and, and all this data that we look at, really other than unemployment claims, because claims are claims, uh, all this data we look at each month is preliminary. And you have to really dig kind of into the bowels of the report to find revisions from prior months. So the preliminary report from April was really positive. It showed professional and business services led the way with 43,000 added jobs, followed by healthcare and leisure and hospitality, adding 40, uh, about 40,000 and, and 31,000 respectively. And we saw what, one, two, three, four, six, five, six different other industries that added jobs. So a lot of positive momentum. And then there were small changes, not really real positive or real negative and a handful of others. So really, I think maybe outside of tech or technology companies, you're really seeing mostly either even or upward uh, trajectories within those different sectors. Uh, and so the thing that we kind of change then and look at is we look at our, our recruiting business. So we support almost every major industry in the United States, uh, just with a handful of uh, technology being one that we don't. Uh, and we look at what are we seeing? You know, what's happening with our existing order activity? You know, from our, our current clients, what kind of order activity are we seeing from them? How many new clients are coming in the door? What activity are we seeing from them? All of that right now is really positive. Our entire team's busy. We're hiring internally to support um, that, that order activity. Uh, and so, you know, we're not in the tech sector, so we, I really can't speak on that. But everywhere else, we're seeing, you know, really positive momentum. And so, you know, I think two things can be true at one time. Is the job market cooling? Yeah, I think the numbers support that. If you look over the last three or four months, looking at jolts, looking at unemployment, looking at workforce participation, looking at uh, 
uh, the different job reports and the revisions and how much they've come down, especially when you look into the 2022 numbers. I mean, we added a couple million jobs in 2022, but maybe we didn't really add new jobs. That was still a big recovery year, as was 2021 coming out of the pandemic. So, you know, that first statement, the market's cooling is absolutely true. At the same time, Main Street is absolutely higher. It is absolutely still a candidate-driven market out there. And if you're a qualified candidate in most industries and in most markets across the U.S., you're still going to have options if you're looking for opportunities. And then one last kind of tidbit that I think is really interesting from the IRS is that EIN, uh, the number that you would apply for to start a new business, EIN applications are still elevated. So entrepreneurs are still out there applying for new EIN numbers because they see opportunity and they're obviously willing to take the risk. So I think that brings it kind of full circle, you know, maybe some conflicting information, but if you were to, you know, put your sail up and, and see which way the wind's blowing, it's still blowing with positive momentum and still in a good place.